Welcome to Time Out with Sam, where I take ideas, concepts, and experiences from the classroom into your homes. I'm Samantha, your host. Relax and take a time out as we dive into this week's episode. Hello, everyone. I hope everyone's had a pretty good week so far. Um, Episode four will be about self-care, why it's important, some tips and ideas to implement self-care into your routine, and how to practice self-care with your children. Um, Self-care is the act of doing something intentionally in order to take care of our mental, emotional, and physical health. We're human. We go and we go and we go family, work, chores, activities, and other commitments. We overlook the idea of pausing life to do something for ourselves because as parents, we put our children and those never-ending tasks before us, before ourselves. And you feel like there's just no way in hell are you going to be able to squeeze in me time. But if you keep ignoring self-care, you will get burnt out, you'll lose motivation, worsen any existing anxiety or depression, or experience physical symptoms uh, like stress and headaches and muscle muscle tension. Um, And how can you take care of others when you are not taking care of yourself first? The best thing about being a parent is that it matters. The hardest thing about being a parent is that it matters every day. Would you ever let the battery on your phone die? Hell no. You'd be running around to find a charger and an outlet. Don't let your battery drain to 0%. My dearest teacher assistant, I love her. She once told me, as long as you have a clean pair of underwear and food to eat, you're good. And she's right. The dirty dishes can wait another day. The clean laundry doesn't need to be folded right away. Let that dog hair shed another layer to the floor. I mean, I sweep and I turn around and there's dog hair on the floor right away anyways. And and leave the kids' toys out everywhere. We all know once you pick them up, they're they're just going to rip them out right behind you. So take that time instead to do something for yourself. Self-care doesn't have to be anything expensive or extravagant. Um, It could be once a week every other week, um, or it could be a whole hour just set to yourself, or even just 15 minutes. It's taken me a long time and some um, self-discipline to really create a self-care routine that truly fits me, and um, now I find a way to practice self-care every day. Yes, every day. I find some form of self-care to fit to fit in. Um, and you can too. Find those things that bring you happiness and that feeling of just being free. There are eight areas of self-care. Okay. There's personal. So hobbies and knowing and honoring your true self. Do you have certain activities you enjoy doing? Or are you willing to try new things and, and do some do some soul searching to, to really find yourself again? Um, 
maybe you're like me and love to read books. So close your eyes and just imagine this. Imagine time to yourself. Cranking your uh, crank your feel good music up on your way to the library, and then take your time as you you scan all the bookshelves for the perfect book. And not in the children's section, by the way, an adult book. <laughs> uh, reading the back and inside of the covers, feel the pages as they slip through your fingers, um, and you have no kids saying mom, mom 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 or hanging on you and then you get home and make your favorite cup of tea as you snuggle in under that knit throw blanket and read the first chapter and maybe once all the kids go to bed of course but doesn't that sound so amazing and and that was just one example okay (laughs) find something that you love to do and do it another um area of self-care is physical so maybe there's something in that category that you really like to do um so exercising rest healthy eating so maybe um taking time to prepare a meal is relaxing for you or baking um a task that is done every night like that might be a hassle could be turned into self-care if you slow down and appreciate the moment Okay, another area is emotional, so kindness and compassion. So maybe just being a damn good human being will get you far in life. When you do a kind gesture for somebody, you feel like you're on top of the world. And, and that is such a great feeling. Um, so doing kind things more often is another great way for self-care. Make yourself feel great by making others feel great. Um, Another one is social. So time together with your support systems. Whether it's just a phone call even or or a date. You need positive socialization. Find your people who lift you up. I have a great group of friends. Um, We plan a mom day. We call it mom's day without the kids. Um, We do that once a month, and that's just for all of us to get together and let loose and and really relax um, and have a few laughs, (laughs) or a lot of laughs. Um, And then we also, once a month, we'll plan a um, kid's day. So we'll all get together and, want to look at that book? Um, We'll all get together and with our kids so that, you know, they can get together and play and and it's, it's really nice and we can relax and kind of get together again. Um, and I, I'm, shout out to them. I'm very grateful to have these ladies in my life. Um, another area is spiritual. So meditation, yoga, journaling. I personally have grown a lot in this area and I rely on this one a lot. So I rely on yoga and meditation to help ground me and center me and help lower my anxiety and depression. Um, I'm not much of a journaler, but um, I have gotten in the habit now where every night I write down three things that I'm grateful for and one success that happened in that day. Um, Another area is space. So it means 
uh, minimalism and organization. So if you're also like me, cleaning is a huge stress reliever for me. Um, I am in the zone when I am cleaning and I feel great um, during and after cleaning. Um, so, but keeping things organized and clutter-free around you makes your life and the way that you think is going to be more organized and clutter-free also. Um, another one is financial. So, budgeting and money management. So, taking care of your financials will give you the freedom and control on where and how you want to spend your money. And when you're responsible financially, you're not going to have that financial stress. Um, so, another way of self-care would be managing your money. Um, and then the last one is work. So, the continuing ed and time management. Um, I'm weird and I love continuing ed. Uh, that's why I went back to get my bachelor's. And I love reading books for teachers. So I love learning new things. I love learning new techniques. So I, I love continuing my education in those forms also. And I love attending trainings. <laughs> I know. Um, I think challenging yourself is a great way to grow and learn. So... Those eight areas, some of them you're like, yeah, okay, that makes sense. And, and I, you know, and there's other areas like work and financials. Like I would have never thought that that would have been a category for self-care. But when you really break it down and, and to think in each of those areas, it totally makes sense to do a little something in each of those to um, relieve your stress, to care for yourself. And, and that's a great way of, of self-care to keep those all managed. Um, there, so those were just a few ideas um, in each of those areas. There are tons and tons and tons of ways to practice self-care. Um, it's all in what you enjoy. What works for one person is not going to work for the next, or maybe it will. Um, and, you know, do those things. So find what you enjoy and what relaxes you, okay? Um, it's also important to teach our children about self-care, okay? And you can do that by just simply practicing it yourself. You're, you're setting that standard when, when you're doing that. You're modeling that. Um, so include them in some of your practices. Setting aside time for those low-stress activities with them you're going to you're going to make them feel special and and know how important self-care is. You know, maybe snuggle in and read a book, go for a walk, watch a movie, do a craft, take a bath, um or and for the love of God, put your phone away when you're doing this with your children. Really be in the moment and spend that quality time with them. Um uh, Another idea is maybe buy them a journal, um, you know, explain to them that this is a space for, for you to write or draw whatever you want and that it is private. Um, help them practice slowing down and, and, and taking their time with things to enjoy the moment. Um, and most importantly, share your feelings. Really articulate. Say what you're feeling and why 
and don't be afraid to show those emotions in front of your child. They need to know that... Are you okay? Okay. Um, they need to know that that's okay, that, that you can feel those feelings and that you don't have to be happy all the time. And, and that that's something that they can come to you about and talk to you and, and work through together to find that solution. Uh, and, and let them know that your emotions may change, that you're not always going to be happy. And you know what? You could be happy and then something happens and now you're sad. Or that just because you're mad right now doesn't mean that you can't be happy, you know, a few minutes from now. Um, so the whole emotional piece there is huge when it comes to children and self-care also. Now, if even after my sermon here, you're like, yeah, okay, lady, easier said than done. I want you to grab a pen and some paper and um, sit down so that we can work through what I'm about to read to you, okay? I found a great blog post. It's how to start decluttering your life from practicgalblog.com. That really helped me make more time to fit things I truly enjoy in life. Um, Sheila states the best decluttering order is mind, time, home. Okay, so I'm going to go through each of those, mind, time, home, and I'm going to give you the steps of what you can do to work through to really declutter those things, declutter things from your mind, declutter things um, in your schedule and declutter things in your home because in all three of those areas, when you really um, downsize and declutter in there, you're going to free up some from some space in your mind, some space in your schedule and, and some good space around you to do those things that really matter and bring you happiness in life. Okay, um, So mind. Determine which mindsets and thoughts are holding you back or keeping you captive. These may be untrue thoughts, unnecessarily negative thoughts, or simply unhealthy thoughts that keep you dwelling on the past or making bad choices. Number one, decide if anything is causing you to be mentally exhausted. What are you giving too much thought to that you shouldn't? What do you need to let go of and move on from to make changes that you want for your life? Number two, replace any unhealthy mindsets and thoughts with truth. Renew your mind with thoughts that will grow and nourish you on a daily basis. Number three, practice mindfulness, especially when it matters most. Start by practicing mindfulness in small ways. Maybe try mindful eating or brushing your teeth. Get used to being present and focusing on only the task at hand. Then put your new skill into practice when you are wanting to be more present with the people in your life. Really lean in and grow your important relationships. You don't want to keep missing the pieces of life that you most long for. Now this is the schedule part. Name your priorities. Make a list of what you want to be your priorities in life. And she's got an example here. God, family, friends, work, exercise, home. And try to list them in order. 
okay? Number one, list your responsibilities. Write down everything on your current schedule, including any family obligations like driving your kids to activities. Don't forget your responsibilities at home like cleaning, cooking, and laundry. Basically, you are writing down anything you spend significant time doing. Number two, look for necessary changes. Make note of anything you enjoy doing or isn't actually required of you. Make note of anything you put on your priority list that isn't adequately represented in your schedule. If you decide something on your schedule needs to go, take steps immediately to remove it. Make that call, send that email. Number three, find ways to save time or waste less time. What do you spend time doing that you shouldn't be doing or shouldn't be doing as much? Be honest about anything that should be taking less of your time. We all have those things that suck us in and take more of our time than we ever intended. Or if there are things that you have to do but don't enjoy, seek out ways to do them more quickly and efficiently. Also consider if anything could be delegated to someone else. Number four, make a plan and rewrite your schedule accordingly. First, make a plan for each of your priorities. With the time that's left, fill in anything that is meaningful for you in some ways and fits with your priorities. Next, fill it in with the things that you have to do that aren't necessarily meaningful for you but simply must be done. And finally, don't forget to set up accountability for yourself if you are wasting time on the the regular in some way. The last one is home. Remove anything from your home that doesn't currently serve you an important purpose. An example, if you don't love it or use it often. Okay, number one, deal with your clutter right away or as soon as possible. A good way to do this is to have a designated donation place in your home that's out of the way but not out of sight. Then, Schedule regular drop-offs so that the clutter isn't just moving from one area of your home to another. Number two, find a proper home for everything you decide to keep. Everything you keep is something that you've determined to be important. These things deserve a prominent place in your home where you can show them off or they are things that need to be easily accessible. And again, that was from practicalblog.com, how to start decluttering your life. Now, here I have a couple um, tips I could share for um, my mind. Doing meditation really has taught me how to be in the moment and really slow down. If you go to YouTube, there are tons of guided meditation. Or even if you look up apps on your app store, um, you can find those um, guided breathing apps. Um, because meditation is, is, is as simple as it sounds. Sit still and kind of focus on your breathing. It's a lot harder than what you think because you have to always come back to your breath. Your mind is going to want to 
your mind is going to want to wander, which is okay, but then you have to, you know, always come back to the breath. You know, acknowledge your feelings, acknowledge how you're feeling, acknowledge your thoughts, but come back to the breath. Um, so for me, that works for me. I, I of course, obviously highly recommend to, to try some meditation. Um, it might feel silly to some at first, um, but definitely something worth giving a shot just to practice being in the moment. Um, another one, I have implemented huga into my life. Um, it's a Scandinavian way of living and ultimately it just, it means happiness. Um, and their practices are a lot of, you know, the coziness and, and the being in the moment. Um, if you're interested in more information on that, um, I would love to share that with you. Just, just message me. Um, now my schedule, that one was huge for me. When I first did this, um, I did not think, you know, those certain areas that, um, weren't that important to me or, or, you know, just to realize that I was, I was doing so much that just did not bring me joy. And it was neat to really, when you write it down like that, to really see, I could cut this out. I could cut this out. I could save some time here. I could rearrange this here. And then to feel like that weight lifted off your shoulders, um, that I I have more time now. Um, it really gives you a better look when you, when you really write it down and it's right in front of you. Um, and my home, um, I've gotten myself on the schedule where I come home and I, I and I read this in a different blog too. They they suggested like a five minute cleaning. So give yourself just five minutes, and I'll walk around and kind of tidy up the house. You know, wipe the counters down. Maybe it's sweep or or wherever. And I do that every day, and it kind of it helps keep on top of tidying up and and making sure that my house doesn't get so cluttered. So that's. A good way, um, a good tip, maybe if you just wanted to start there even. Just give yourself that five minutes a day to do a quick tidying up. Um, now that you have the tools to make time and find what makes you happy, I challenge you to give yourself a time out and do some self-care. You deserve it. So, you know, take a picture, tag, hashtag, share it with me, um, what you do for self-care. I want to hear from you guys. I want to know what you do, what works for you. Um, so do that. You can find me at, um, at Instagram at timeoutwithsam. Until next time.